At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Grassroots Marketing here on CannabisRadio.com. For those that are listening into the program, ongoing listeners of the program, just want to make you aware of a couple of things that are coming up in upcoming episodes. So the MJ Business Conference is coming upon us at the end of the month, November 28th through December 1st. That's also going alongside it. Parallel is the psychedelic business form called Remind. And we will be having uh, various figures from both events that will be featured here on Grassroots Marketing and on Blum Business as well and our other programming. So make sure to go listen for that. We'll have those upcoming episodes here in the coming weeks. So stay tuned for that. Also, uh, our How Healthy series, if you're interested in the psychedelic space, we're going to be featuring interviews from Wonderland that happened in Miami, Florida over this past weekend, uh, the second week of November as we're recording. But I want to just keep you in touch because throughout the holidays, you're going to have more than enough content here on Cannabis Radio to go ahead and check out for yourselves. So stay tuned. Keep yourselves tuned into the channel for that. Now, joining me right now on the program is, in fact, one of the guests that recently was the premier guest on Holistic Highway, which is hosted by Alana Cohen. Wonderful show if you haven't caught it yet. But in the meantime, with me is... My next guest actually has 25 plus years of laboratory management and commercial experience from top institutions, including Cincinnati Children's Hospital's Medical Center, Children's Hospital Medical Center, the University of Chicago, and Index or IDEX Laboratories. I'm going to start that over again. Hold on. (laughs) Go ahead. There we go. My next guest works with a company that is responsible for the only commercial air sampling technology that has the capability of detecting pathogens that can harm cannabis crops, affect crop yield, and prevent compliance with state testing requirements. Uh, my guest directly has twenty-five over 25 years of laboratory management and commercial experience from top institutions, Cincinnati Children's Hospital's Medical Center, University of Chicago, and IDEX Laboratories, to name a few. I'm here with the vice president of commercial operations at Air Answers Incorporated, Rachel Rebelay. Rachel, thanks for being on. Well, thank you for having me. I'm really excited about being here, and uh, thanks for the nice introduction. My pleasure. Now, Alana, when she spoke with you, she definitely went into your background from the laboratory environment, leading herself yeah. up into working in the area of these, this technology you work with <clears throat> at Air Answers. But now I want to get into the point of where there are common issues when it comes to especially outdoor cultivation, because I'm not sure what it would be, because I know there's a lot of issues when it comes to outdoor cultivation. I want to go ahead and follow up with you real quickly on, but before I get to naming a couple of examples of what we're what we're seeing right now, some issues of 
where there are being particular flowers that are being tagged and flagged because of being having any kind of contaminants or pesticides that from pesticides are being used on those plants. I just want to get the idea from you. Is the technology really more or less for cultivation facilities that are outdoor, or is this something that is an ongoing issue in greenhouses? It's an ongoing issue in greenhouses. Um, Our device specifically is used for indoor cultivations. Um, Some of our testing is so sensitive. And if you're running it outside, um, you're going to have a a plethora of molds and everything else that are sporulating and, um, you know, releasing hyphae into the air. Um, You know, our device would be hitting things left and right. We would get all kinds of positives outside since there's so many different things growing outside anyway. So our device is specifically for indoors. And um, yeah, these problems are, a lot of these problems are seen with indoor grows and also with uh, um, greenhouse grows as well. I'm really surprised that it is also an issue for indoor grows because, I mean, first of all, for those that are out there that are companies that are already going through and talking about the fact of, you were, you know, see New York State or Colorado or Nevada and various, even I've seen it in Washington State as well. There have been issues where the control boards there have gone through about public health failures at every level of the state's legal cannabis industry. Specifically for New York, uh, there was a New York Cannabis Insider investigation that came out talking about they were looking at everything from farmers to labs to state regulators, which experts say were posing a serious health threat to consumers. And for instance, one of the parts of their investigation was that there were weed strains that were available at the dispensaries from Western New York to Manhattan that had microbial levels of 10 to 250 times higher than what's allowed under the state's rules for medical cannabis. If I look at the Colorado, there was another uh, was a university. I think it was Northern Colorado that actually did the study where they were able to go and find 10 different strains of uh, different dispensaries and also with contaminants. Washington State has also had that same issue as well. There was an Associated Press story about that. Talk about there was a a previous north central Washington State facility that high level had high levels of chemicals related to a dangerous pesticide used years ago, and these were outdoor farms and processing facilities, and then the same thing also for it just it's across the board that there's that kind of issue. But then even when you go into the indoor, that these kind of issues can still remain. I mean. It still oh, yeah. comes down to standards. It's still, it still comes down to testing no matter what. So I would imagine that, I mean, even though there might be markets that are allowing outdoor, indoor is still going to give you a controlled environment where you can avoid this kind of issue. But even then you're saying these issues are still rampant. Oh, yeah. We're still seeing these issues indoors. Um, there's there's still problems with um you know, standards and and different institutions. And also a lot of these um, different cultivators are developing their their standards and their control programs inside, um, you know, to make an end product that's, you know, healthier for the user. Um, So yeah, there's there's definitely a lot of of needs uh, specifically indoors. Now, part of the thing too is that a lot of talk about sustainability Mm -hmm. and one of the things that i guess has been an issue for doing it indoors is the amount of water and electricity has to be used which is why people will try to go for an option that they would think would be more efficient more affordable to go outdoors and take the natural climate to be able to grow but then again it's like you're going to pay one way or you're going to pay the other way but 
that's one of the parts where people were probably a little bit hesitant or cognizant of the fact that they would rather in a greenhouse greenhouse environment, it just so there's so much to go and get. And to also make sure you're getting so much yield out of all the crops that you're going to try to grow. Mm-hmm. What would you go and say about for those that companies that are out there that are hesitant on going indoor because there's a still a cost anyway, and the kind of issues they still have, there's still going to be some problems where it's just, it's not as easy. And I mean, no matter how much you stack, how much you can put together, because I guess there's enough companies out there that want, don't want to go and go through the testing regimen rigorously to make sure all the plants are above ground. Uh, they're, they're actually, they passed uh, examination. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, no, I, I would think that, you know, one of the arguments for going indoors is, you know, standards are becoming more prevalent now. Um, testing requirements are increasing, which, you know, is a good thing. I mean, it's a good thing that people are concerned about, um, you know, they want when, when you're, when you're smoking or when you're, um, um, you know, indulging in any of the cannabis products. I mean, just like anything you eat, you want to make sure that there are certain things that are met, um, that take your health in, in mind. So, um, being that removing everything indoors, you can have more control over those things. Um, you can have more control of, you know, what you're using, the humidity and and all of the, the controls and the things that you have indoors that you can't control outside. Um, so, I mean, th- there's a lot of arguments for, for growing indoors and uh, also in regards to um standards at some point um in the near future are are going to become um standardized on a federal level um so it's just it's it's a good idea to be ready for that when it happens i want to take a story from new scientist they put out a story about a month ago and they quoted and cited a 2021 study by a team at colorado state university about energy usage energy usage and carbon footprint of indoor cannabis farms. And they were looking for those that were built in the U.S. Midwest and Mountain West regions can be particularly carbon emissions intensive. So climate conditions in those areas are less suited for cannabis cultivation outdoors. And their result is that more energy is required to power the artificial glow lights, the LED lights, the heating, ventilation, air conditioning systems that provide optimal conditions for cannabis growth. So while your the system with air answers answers all the issue of the testing but it's also a part about having to go and probably work with these companies to make sure they create the controlled environment so that you know when they go through the testing process that air answers provides that they do pass exactly exactly um you want to be able to when you are setting up your grow facility indoors um throughout your process um, use the air answers device just to be able to track um, what's in your environment biologically that could end up affecting your end product. Uh, I mean, we want to make it so that cultivators are able to detect some of these microbials early on so that they don't cause problems uh, later on and then cost you a lot of money and having to remediate or, um, you know, throw away plant that, you know, it, it would be good otherwise. Um, so yeah, it's, it's definitely important to be part of that process all the way through. In the same article. They're tr- At Parker, 
Our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online Masters of Social Work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. Trying to make the claim that for environmental reasons, mm-hmm. you know, maybe I don't know if it's if it's something that has to do with, you know, climate change or if it's just something where just sustainability is probably to go ahead and use more of the land, use more outdoor cultivation. But in the story, they're talking about a much broader movement to legalize adult use cannabis and spurring research projects, creating a regulatory environment for greener marijuana cultivation. So they were talking about incentivizing well-regulated outdoor cannabis cultivation with tax breaks and better licensing fees to make outdoor cannabis operations less expensive and easier to establish. But I want you to go ahead and give the claim about the fact that, you know, you can try to go ahead and think you're going to go ahead and as they say, find it less expensive and easier to establish. But, you know, it's just like any abacus. It's like, you know, you go to a car dealer. Okay. If you want, you know, a lower uh, monthly payment, but then you have to go and pay more uh, in interest and, and out, you know, at the long run. So you just move the numbers from one side of the abacus to the other. That's all you're doing. But yeah. no matter what, the cost is going to be there, no matter how you look at it, beginning or end. Exactly. I mean, do you want the cost to be in the front end or the back end? So, I mean, that's that's kind of what we're what we're looking at here, specifically with, you know, um, controlling what's in your environment and, uh you know, having those uh, the the costs associated with having an indoor grow, yeah, they're more expensive starting out, but um, you'll be able to control your product more. And um, you know, by using our device, you're going to be able to um, make sure that those biologicals are down all the way through um, through your growing cycle. So let's kind of talk about what you have in terms of uh, availability for that. So in the area of air answers, there is a particular cannabis division that you have. Yeah. And what you do right now is that you provide information for optimizing plant health and yield potential, proactively preventing bioaerosol induced damages. So Correct. you're looking for hidden molds. We're uh, looking monitoring for the crop. Mold. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. You're fine. Um, yeah, oh. we're looking for hidden molds um, currently is, is what we're looking at. Um, we are expanding our menu to um, include other types of um, microbes that are part of, you know, most of the state requirements. So right now we have um, aspergillus that we're detecting, uh, powdery mildew and botrytis on the yield side. Uh, we will be adding four types of aspergillus that are part of those state requirements. Um, we are going to be doing that by the end of the month. Now, part of the thing is that there's been a lot, uh, and people might not be looking so much at this, but there's been a lot of issues about various growers in, in various states, like I mentioned, that have gotten flagged for 
you know, particular levels. And when you mentioned aspergillus, that's what happened in May in Colorado. They had three uh, adult use harvest batches, one medical batch. Uh, these either shaker trim that were sold in various dispensaries between January 5th and March 30th. And they were able to go look at the packaging and they said that, you know, that, that product was going to get destroyed because it could not be sold. And people found out about it. They were worried about any particular adverse effects, things like that. But they mentioned one, there was a growing number of contamination cases involving potentially adverse health effects for dispensary shoppers. And in the story, they were talking about that. I'm thinking from Westward, well, by the way, that aspergillus is also found everywhere. But, you know, most strains aren't considered harmful. Oh, yeah. But still, that's something that's being put out there that you want to be able to avoid that kind of contamination in those products. So while they're trying to say, like, according to the, the Mayo Clinic, they're trying to say that aspergillus, it's normally found. It's indoors, outdoors. Strains of that, if it's found on that, they're trying to say that if it's inhaled it would, through smoke, it would cause possible lung and respiratory infections. Oh, yeah. But what the part is now, I mean, how serious are we talking about where you have to go ahead and test for aspergillus? And I mean, what's the damage that's being done? How much is being found in when you're finding it contaminated? What's the level of aspergillus that people can that, that are being found in these plants? With the- Say if you're detecting with air answers, what is it? What's the level of aspergillus that's being found that is just you can't have or there's just a certain amount that's way too much? I mean, regarding levels, uh, I think it just depends on, you know, who the end user is. Um, Because, I mean, if you are sensitized or you immunocompromised, meaning that um, if you're someone who has, I mean, especially with cannabis users, you know, a a lot of people who are going through chemotherapy are using cannabis products. Mm -hmm. Uh, You have a lot of people who have gone through different surgeries and are going through transplant surgeries. You have people who are her using cannabis products on a, on a regular basis as part of their treatment. And they're the ones who are most sensitive to these types of aspergillus that we're testing for. Mm-hmm. So um, depending on level, it just depends on who your, who your consumer is. Um, you know, aspergillus fumigatus could cause aspergillosis in some of these sensitized individuals, which is a very serious, serious lung infection, which could be fatal. Um, so looking for these specific types of aspergillus, uh, regardless of the level, I mean, it, it should be, you know, paid strict attention to. Now, I want to also focus on the fact that for those that might not be aware, I mean, obviously there's a focus in the cannabis industry, but Air Answers also does in a much wider respect. So issues like sick building syndrome or trying to go ahead and help in terms of assessments or you know, identifying and quantifying mold and various issues, in-depth assessments of the indoor air because of what happened after COVID. I mean, all those are the areas looking for allergens, mold, and viruses and going across that. So you know, what is it about what Air Answers does on a larger scale and how all that work helps to really do the same thing for that, same thing for a building as it would yeah. do for a cannabis grow? Exactly. And uh, a lot of work we're doing is for the integrative medicine side. Um, so integrative mm-hmm. medicine and, and cannabis are both types of, you know, the the holistic spectrum of, uh, you know, um, medicine. So um, with the integrative medicine side, we have a lot of our, our um, end users and the, the clients who are suffering from 
SIRS or any other kind of environmentally acquired illnesses. So it's important for them to make sure that their environments are clear of some of these types of molds that could really cause these um, to trigger these infections in these in these individuals. Um, so we have different um, practitioners, medical providers, and uh, indoor environmental professionals who use our device in order to see what their clients or inpatients are exposed to on a regular basis, which could, could be contributing to these problems. Um, so, I mean, it's that's that's what we're doing on the integrative medicine side. And that's what we do in buildings, too. I mean, we've done work in schools. Um, of course, there's there's questions with uh, with schools with the the allergen content um, and then, you know, asthma and children. So we've done a lot of uh, monitoring for different schools as well. And there's a lot of collaborations that Arians just does with various companies. When it comes to the cannabis industry, it was back in August that uh, your team partnered with Canaclean, mm-hmm. uh, identifying and remediating biological contamination in cannabis cultivations. And uh, Jim Koziar's CEO of Arians talked about how detecting and removing, quote, the causes of airborne contaminants that affect plant quality and yield are the key elements of a proactive and profitable air quality management system. What can yes. be measured can be managed. So can you explain on uh, on that and just a matter of the system? Because obviously the other thing too is that this is very highly sensitive, patented. It's one of the few systems out there. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. And in regards to what we're trying to do, especially in cannabis, is we're helping people to be proactive when it comes to making sure that their their cannabis crops are clean. Um, you know, and, and the way you do that is you just monitor over a period of time. Um, you know, you can monitor once a month in your grow rooms to make sure that um, a lot of these microbials levels are are down or you're not being able to detect them. And, and, and yeah, the cost up front, it's actually, um, the costs are pretty low. So it's, it's not so bad, but if you look at the cost of potentially losing your crop or not passing your requirements and then having to either remediate your plant or or dispose of it, you know, it's it's not that much compared to how much that cost would be. Air Answers really does have that Norman Vincent feel Vincent Peel kind of vibe to it. So find the need to fill it. It absolutely is that. Mm-hmm. And who you who Air Answers worked with initially to create this technology? I mean, you have Johns Hopkins University, University of Chicago, Harvard, and Argonne National Laboratory to do this mission of prevent and management and improving health and well-being with the air quality in indoor environments. And what's the significant difference that you've been going to make for those cultivators that have worked with you? You know, I mean, once this system is in place. What can be done? What can be done once you're doing the testing? What is it you provide in terms of assessment or evaluation? What can be done in order to help to bring those scores down and help bring better passing scores? What is it that you provide in that respect to companies? Well, uh, what we're providing as an air diagnostics company is we're able to tell you kind of what's in your environment. Now, our partners are the ones that we can bring in to provide much more of that assessment and and how to reduce those microbials in your environment and how to do the remediation piece of this. Wonderful. Now, is there anything you tell me in terms of 
what it is that for those companies that want to go and reach out to Air Answers. Website is airanswers.com, A-I-R answers.com. And for those that want to go ahead and reach out to you, Rachel, and your team, you know, yeah. what should they be prepared to go and do? What should they provide to you as they're getting set to go ahead and work with you? Obviously, there's not many other people in town that do what you do. So if they're going to come to you, what should they bring to you in terms of getting them prepared to go ahead and have your team do the assessment and if they need to make changes? Yeah. Well, if they want to get in touch with us, they can contact us at support at airanswers.com. Um, or go through our website. There's a contact us, just fill out that information and we'll get back to you right away. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty much it to start the conversations. And then what'll happen is we'll set up a consultation with you and then find out about your cultivation, um, how many spaces you have, uh, what's needed in your environment, um, you know, potential problems, uh, you may be facing, because uh, what we really want this to be is we want this to be an actual partnership. We don't want to just sell you something and then, you know, you just use it and you're on your own. Uh, we want to be we're interested in partnerships and relationships and, you know, come to us if you find something or if there's a problem and we'll help you. We'll bring someone into the conversation who could potentially help you with your issues. So that's that's really what what we're hoping to do in the space. This goes back to 2016 because I had someone that really talked to me really specifically about this. It was another company that did something where they did various, you know, I've always going back to 2016. I remember the NCIA's cannabis business summit mm -hmm. and really getting exposed to the fact of all the companies that were coming in that discussed, you know, doing RFID tagging or checking for yeast mold bacteria and how the compliance standards that are made by cannabis boards, control boards in every state they're only a certain amount. And so this is where I'm always on my I'm always on my bull my my bully pulpit on my soapbox preaching compliance that mm -hmm. every company needs to go and not do the bare minimum to do above and beyond what's necessary for compliance. So if you're looking to do that, this is where I wouldn't implore about air answers that's actually offering you that alternative with this technology to be able to get you there. And for those that might say, okay, we're still looking for something that's much more cost efficient. This is the part where I'd love for Rachel for you to go and just explain to the audience here that think that, well, I mean, there's, well, we're having tough times. You know, we can only have so much we can only invest. We don't only have so much to reinvest right now to make sure of this. Like, we'll worry about some of these issues once we approach, once they're approached to us. When we get to those crossroads, we'll handle those. But for those, they need to be proactive and realize. You need to go and not just take what the control board say, and this is what you need to go and pass. You shouldn't just have to go and use these subpar standards that are being put out there. I'm going to say that. Not everybody else needs to say it. I will. But that there's got to be standards you put in place that are above and beyond. They're proactive and they're set in place. And they're, I mean, hell, as much as they need to be to good manufacturing practices, if that's the case, what would you say is, you know, the importance of having this investment by, Air answers be part of this as a larger initiative of creating above and beyond compliance. Oh, definitely. I, I really think that this should be part of, you know, everyone's quality system. Um, so they get in the habit of using it, uh, you know, just build it into the quality system and able in order to make sure that everyone's, you know, products are in, in compliance. Um 
you know, this is a good additive. I mean, if you if you look at other uh, monitoring things that you have in your grow, you're monitoring humidity, you're monitoring CO2. This is one of those monitoring devices that's going to help you um, with with giving you that information if there is something particularly growing in your environment that could end up affecting your crop or uh, down the road, unfortunately, hurting someone um, who is uh, suffering from any of these immunocompromised disorders, and there happens to be some mold that could cause some issue in their lungs. Um, so just making this part, getting people used to seeing this as something that's proactive and something that's part of their quality systems. Appreciate you taking time out to go and talk to us again, Rachel. And I'm glad we got this point across. Like I said, it's one of those things where compliance, sustainability, it's all these extra costs that some companies do not want to go and worry about right now. It's like, it's not a priority to us. Let's just, well, we need to get I a mean, product manufactured. We need to get it to well, market. They don't think about this too much. or they're, they're, It's a little bit neglected. No. And the thing is talking about price. I mean, one device is enough for 2,500 square feet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I mean, it depends on, you know, what rooms you're most concerned on, what your cycle is. And, and, you know, we can help you through that, but the device is a one-time cost of 499. So, I mean, when wow. you think about, you know, the costs, what it would cost you on the back end, if you had an issue with your crop, you know, 499 is not that bad. And it's, it's a one-time cost and you would buy the cartridges and our testing, you know, it depends on what you want to test for. It's anywhere from $160 to 500 and something dollars. So it's, it's really not that expensive in order to make sure that your crop is healthy and it's safe. And then you're able to particularly pass your state requirements and and provide, you know, a good product um, for your end users. So it's it's not bad. Agreed. So again, been here with Rachel Reveille, who's been the vice president of commercial operations with Air Answers. And by the way, also for the cannabis side of Air Answers is airanswers.com slash cannabis. Rachel, thanks for being on with us. Really appreciate it. Of course. Thank you so much. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.